welcome back to the Multiverse in a Bag of Potato Chips. I am your godly and eternally humble Game Master, Anthony Sovio, and you are joining us what is presumably the first Monday of the October Superthon. Superthon. <laughs> More Superthon. like Spoo Exactly. So you just heard the first episode with uh, Scott and Trevor, and now we're going to set up uh, set up another group that's going to be crossing over into them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> into their whole ordeal. Yeah, that's us. That's, And that is Dan and Dan. I mean, yep. technically, I'm also part of the other group as background noise. You are. You were, well, they won't know until the second episode, really, when you play an NPC. I really appreciate the Foley work you're doing with the uh, the crickets. Those are real good, real uh, good talent. I mean, we might not even be able to hear them, which we totally probably can. I don't have my headphones on today, so I don't know. <laughs> there we go. And this is the first Dan and Dan session we've had since episode one, two, and three. Shit, bro. And four. It's been like the easy. Oh, yeah. Yep. It was four sessions. We have like one mic per person. It's crazy. Yeah. Formerly, we only had two. This <laughs> is true. It's just really weird. So, uh, we are continuing Call of Cthulhu, uh, Divine Providence. Mm -hmm. Would you like to go first? Would I? Yes, you Absolutely. would. Absolutely. It's tradition that other Dan goes last. Yes. Well, you guys may recognize this character for my name. It's Toby Flubberjacks. <laughs> yes, I'm the Toby Flubberjacks. And uh, now I, I am a police officer who has uh, left his old life behind and moved to Providence, Rhode Island as a police officer. Working his way up the ranks to rid the world of filth. Toby likes guns. Toby has kick-ass, or Toby likes kick-ass shoes. Toby likes Nirvana. <laughs> Toby likes having broken stats. <laughs> Toby likes limestone. Toby likes smelling the scent of his own blood to remind himself of his own mortality. <laughs> Toby likes to listen to Linkin Park. Linkin Park hasn't come out yet. Toby likes sheep. <laughs> Toby likes fishing. Toby likes the fleeting feeling of life. Toby likes Mary Kate and Ashley. Toby likes his cute little doggy. What's his doggy's name? Wimpers. <laughs> Toby fucking hates Kablamo, the sorcerer of whatever. <laughs> Toby likes his husband, Alan, who taught him the evils of mask wrestling. Oh my, oh my god. god, what a twist. Toby still really likes those ice cubes shaped like cups. Toby hates his voice. It sounds too whiny and high-pitched. He misses his old voice. Toby hates podcasts. Toby likes cheesecake. <laughs> Toby likes that he no longer says Toby's favorite as it symbolizes his gritty transition to reality. <laughs> he just likes it now. It's not his favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Toby likes that it's no longer his turn. <laughs> I fucking love the Toby <laughs> character backstory. <laughs> All right. Should we now do we need two different versions of the T-shirt? <laughs> An 80s and 90s version. <laughs> oh, God. We can make a t-shirt, but this one's just a t-shirt that looks like a ripped bod and just has the tattoos of all the things he likes going down. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe bleeds a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a carving with a knife. Yeah, it looks like it's all <laughs> knifed in. That's it. That's the shirt. All right. Um, I'm Thomas. Thomas O'Grady. 
I was, I'm uh, 74 years young, and I was born in 1923 Chicago, Illinois. It was there that I lived with my father, Kate, my father, Barney, and my mother, Katie. They were always kind folk, uh, but my father, Barney, had a habit of sticking his nose where it didn't quite belong. He often got caught up in illegal gambling and work that was less than honest. This worked for Katie, but Barney always reassured her that he was getting by his luck. His luck was too too good to fail. Actually, I guess my character's lucky too. Just realized that. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> what a Oof. what a combination. Mm. Uh but he always tended to push his luck to its limits. Uh in fact one day when I was a wee lad, uh my father Barney had gotten involved in a poker game with the uh, notorious Blood Iron Gang. Uh, <laughs> in fact, one of the members, uh, Jackie the Rabbit, had called him out on cheating. My father would never admit to this, of course, but this wasn't good enough for the Blood Iron Gang. They all pulled out their guns, but you see, my father, he was a quick draw. He gunned them all down and left with his winnings. He also took uh, Jackie the Rabbit's now-bloodied medallion that had a pentagram on both sides and uh, made his way home. Uh, upon returning home, we realized we could no longer stay in Chicago, and so we had to leave, flee to uh, Providence, where we would make our new, new life, new beginning, fresh start. Unfortunately, Barney did not start very fresh and got immediately back into his bad habits of legal gambling uh, and just getting caught up in things he shouldn't. Uh, there was, one day he came back, he had a little too much fun, and he, uh, had gotten a little too drunk, passed out, forgot to lock up his medallion, which he always remembered to do, and, uh, I swear I'm not sure if it was a nightmare or not, but that medallion, I think it called my name, it said, Thomas, Thomas, come to me. Uh, I, what happened next is all blur. Like I said, I'm not sure if it was a nightmare or not. But I just remember a fire being started with hands that weren't my own, but looked like mine. And, uh, the screams of my parents. And being rescued by the firefighters, who when they found me, I had my hand in my, my, uh, <laughs> my face in my hands. Uh, and when they pulled away my hands, saw that, the medallion had burned a pentagram into my hand and my eye. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, I was then sent to an orphanage where I didn't spend too much time because I was very quickly adopted by the large and very bizarre pet family. They said that I could live with them on one condition. I would be the family undertaker, living amongst the uh, cemetery while never bothering them. I didn't mind this. My mother had always told me not to be like my father and keep to myself, and so that's just what I did. In fact, I stayed very quiet and ignored everybody for quite a bit of time until that is, um... Oh, God damn it, I'm blinking on name. Uh, <laughs> Hel until Hellstrom Pitt was born. He was a rowdy young lad, full of energy, energy which I could not ignore. He just was a bundle of fun, and despite the age difference, we became quick friends. 
in fact, on his 18th, the day after his 18th birthday, he came to me and he, he managed to convince me to do something that I had never done before. Go to a bar. This was no ordinary bar. This was the Grimoire Bar. It was where undertakers like me met and shared our stories. It also was a popular place for horror novelists and uh, horror enthusiasts just looking for a good story. And I loved this bar. It was great. I never pressed anybody about their story. I just kind of went there and talked a little bit about my life. My long, long life. (laughs) (laughs) A life that seemed to just go on well past it should. (laughs) Continue. Uh, (laughs) And so I spent a lot of time there. And when I wasn't there, I tried growing. Uh a garden in, in the cemetery, but unfortunately, the ground there is sour, and it wouldn't grow. And other days, I just didn't feel like going to the bar. I just preferred the company of the dead, because sometimes, dead is better. But years went by, decades even, and, <laughs> and one day, very recently, about two weeks ago, uh, I noticed Telstrom Pit had gone missing. And none of his family seemed to talk about it. It was very weird. They were all scared. Something that I had never seen before. And then I started asking questions at the bar to the bartender, Donnie Loomis. Donnie Loomis had no idea what was going on, which was strange. He seemed like a guy who had his finger on the note. Uh, he, but he, he more than pointed out that a bunch of young people had gone missing over the years. I just hadn't noticed because I kept to myself. And I said, well, Thomas... You just can't ignore something like this. You gotta, you better start looking for these people. You better find these answers that they're chasing before they do so they don't waste their life like you wasted yours. And so that's my goal now. I will find the answers to the mysteries of the unknown, and I will make sure that no one wastes their life chasing them like so many other, and hopefully I will find Hellstrom Pit along the way. So don't go. So your advice is don't go chasing waterfalls. Uh, don't go chasing waterfalls, and then there's some more lyrics after that. <laughs> All right. Well, can I just wow. say that I was there when Anthony was presented with your notes on that, and then he looked at the first page. Was like, shit, dude, that's a lot. And you were like, keep turning pages. <laughs> he kept going and going. I was paraphrasing a little bit there. <laughs> Skipped over a couple pages here and there. I think the most impressive part is that you only briefly looked at your notes during that. You had that all in your head. Mm-hmm. That's why I skipped over some things. <laughs> I have exact dates for all the big events. <laughs> Good. I wrote mine ten seconds ago. So uh, your your goal, your your mission, is to find the young people that have gone missing? Uh... Find the young people that have gone missing and the answers to the mysteries of the unknown so that they don't waste their time with it. Yeah. I have such little life to give. I don't care about my life anymore. I just care about their well-being. Very good. So, here's what I'm going to say happens first. So, you still go to the Grimoire Bar. Grimoire Bar. So... You're there, and uh, one of the you overhear one of the patrons talking uh, talking about a body they're going to receive soon from the coroner's office. 
that had, from what the police report said, screamed in a bizarre fictional language, jumped out a window, killing themselves. I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, Sonny, I'm not used to this whole listening to other people thing. Could you repeat that? Uh, yeah, there was a guy named uh, Brian uh, Jefferson. He was uh, he was at he was at Rick, and uh, he jumped out a window and uh, he yelled he yelled something, jumped out a window and killed himself. The cops have him down at the coroner's office. I'm getting him later today. Am I here right now? No, you're gonna be at the coroner's office. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> now, how sure were they that it wasn't this newfangled Nirvana band that everyone's raving about that he was just singing the lyrics to? Uh, no, because it sounds like Latin or something. Wow. I I think I know a thing or two about Latin. I'll have to go down there and talk to them. I'm I'm well versed in history. I, I got discovered, son. You just keep enjoying your drink. Oh no, it's the repeat of the last campaign. What? Too much history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm real good with history. Wait, specifically which campaign? The the one that's going alongside this one. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, that was just the one history question. lesson. That was just one question. That's true. <laughs> I'm real good with history and the cult. <laughs> And biology and chemistry. All right, so you're gonna make your way to the uh, presumably Providence Coroner's office. Yeah, so I'm gonna drive my hearse. Usually, people just let me pass. They think I'm in a hurry to a funeral, but the dead aren't in a rush. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right, so uh, you arrive uh, shortly thereafter. <clears throat> there is, uh, of course, the entrance. You've been here probably a few times too. Uh, do some work. How's it going, Paul? It's doing all right. Doing all right there. My my dog. My dog is uh, you know, she saw Fluffy and Barky still. Still got those three nipples, I know. Yeah. Yes. Um. I'm getting hard, hardly working or hardly living. Am I right? Oh, a little bit of both. Luckily, my medical insurance is kicking in, so I'm getting that third one removed. <laughs> what you gonna do with that nipple? I don't know. Do you want it? I might just bury that in the pet family cemetery. Well, would that really Strange happen? things happen in that cemetery, don't you know? That seems like a weird combination of things you got going on there. Uh, well, I've been told I'm a weird kind of guy, but I okay, just... What, what, can I, what, can I do you, what can I do you for, for then, friend? I'm here to, about that college student. Said he was screaming some Latin. I'm uh, a little bit of a novice expert on on latin myself well you'd have to talk to the beat cop in there to see if you could if you see if you could let let yourself in oh god it's not up to me it's kind of a crime scene or whatever i got no problem talking with the boys and below i just just hope he has uh, enough time to hear me tell him a couple stories or so it's been a little lonely Uh, i'm sure he'd love to hear some of your stories he seems like a real young guy you're a good man paul you're a good man guy whose name i've forgotten uh, I should. Know. Tom is so great for one. Yep. Two, I should mention the uh, the scars on my eye and uh, hand get a dull ache. Yeah, dull ache in supernatural presence. All right. Okay. You cool? All right. Yeah, we're good. good. All right. Uh, it's just in that room over yonder. All right. I'm gonna get from a scare. Watch this, and I uh sneak into the the room and i'm i'm gonna be like is there a stealth skill yep roll and i'm real good at it roll intelligence counter 
Uh, oh, actually, I should say I'm 50 50 at it. Um, you need to do 100. That's a 470. dice on 470. The floor. 470, douchebag. Yeah, all right, so you fail miserably. You still fail four times over. It's 74. So that's a uh, 7. So you have to roll below? Yeah. Okay. Well, I succeed with flying colors. Actually, that was a 007, so that's like super stealth, am I right? Well, that's a 7, so it beats a 74 handily. But it's a 007. What do you do to scare him? I say, ooh, I'm, I'm the ghost of a famous singer you like. <laughs> hey, Dan, roll and a I, roll I don't like the cut of your jib. Dan, roll a d4. You better get out of here. I'm stealing them from this thing. Hold up. Do you need a d4? Yeah, I, I forgot my dice at home. All right, hold up. I'll just get, I'll give you my good dice. I don't think I need them. Here. There we Roll a d4. I couldn't take the pressure of being up so You lose one sanity point. <laughs> he rolled a seven stealth. <laughs> a double oh seven. That's why they call me Bond. Thomas O'Grady Bond. <laughs> but you then turn around and just see a, a creepy looking old man. Whoa. Boy, that was really convincing. I, know. I really heard the sound of death. I know. I've been around the dead quite a bit. I know what they sound like. They talk to me at night sometimes. Do I believe this? Uh, roll... Roll intelligence. <laughs> um, which ones are they? You said D... What's a D100? So let's roll those. And that's a 12. Cool. What's your intelligence? 50. What's your half intelligence? 25. What's your fifth intelligence? 10. Then you uh, hard succeed. This guy seems like he's probably like an undertaker of some description. All right. You, you clearly are crazy, but I don't believe that you can hear these things. Wow. You well, can believe uh, what you want so to believe. you were put on this case by the uh, head detective Roger Davis. Uh, you're just kind of here to m keep an eye on the body until it's transferred to its funeral home. All right. Well, what's up? Why, why are you bugging me right now? Well, I thought I might be able to give some insight into uh, what our little lad over there said. Um, do you have a, uh, some sort of transcript of what he was screaming about when he uh, jumped to his untimely demise? That's a good question. God, do I? Rule. Well, Is there a law skill? Uh, or police yes, work? Yes, there is. There's oh, a law skill. Law. Alright. Um, That's a 70. I got a 70 and mine's a 60. Oh. That's a failure. Cool. So you do not have a transcript. Alright. Well, no, I don't really have a transcript right now because I'm, I'm basically just here guarding this body so that nobody comes in and does any like... Okay, uh, so I'm going to ask you this. Your leading officer has been generally kind of suspicious about this case. That's not a question. Well, I'm gonna. That's a statement. Well, uh, did I say question? You said <laughs> I'm gonna ask you this, and then said yes. Uh, so <laughs> he's been kind of. Do you consider this abnormal? 
and are going to try to investigate I'm into gonna, this, or are you going to try to... I do consider this abnormal, but at the moment, I'm trying to shake off the suspicion because I'm trying to leave my past behind of seeking out supernatural adventures as a child. <laughs> trying I, to... I don't believe in that stuff anymore. I've been turned away <laughs> ever since Kablamo. You feel a dull pain in your hand. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, I, I, I don't know what's going on, but something strange is here. I just have this this feeling. You have to believe me. Well, you probably didn't take your meds this morning. Now, please leave. We have to keep this crime scene. Well, this well, isn't a crime, crime scene. scene. but You have to keep this body Yeah, clean. I have to keep this dead body from getting the hands of some 13-year-olds who want to, like, put their put its pinky in their friend's drink as a prank or something. Well, now look here, officer. Uh... Do either of you have spot hidden? <laughs> Hell no. I... I kept my head down for years. I'm terrible at noticing things. I have a 37 in spot hidden. Roll spot hidden. Both of you, if you have anything in it. Uh, that's a uh, 160. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is that 60? I got that's 25. 25 okay, so this it. is the second digit. Yeah, I know. And that's the first digit. I'm joking. That's an 8. Nope, that's a 6. <laughs> hey, that's a 15. I succeed. Huh. Shit. The lights go out. <laughs> how did you not spot that? Yeah, how but before the lights go out oh god am i having another stroke but before the lights went out you noticed someone enter and talk to paul wearing a black uh wearing a mostly black outfit i get flashbacks from that time when the lights went out when i was taken into uh my school cafeteria's lunchroom uh with a group of kids who i didn't know and then i believe i saw a chicken or something i don't really remember <laughs> i want don't worry, Mr. Uh, Flipper Jicks. You both hear a gunshot. Jesus Christ, I take out my gun, uh, and I say, Everybody down on the ground, put your hands up. What, what, what's... Police. <laughs> All the things that the police would say, but I don't know. I immediately play dead as being around dead bodies so often. I perfectly do this. Roll perform. Shit. I say... Old man, please, get down on the ground. Let the police officers handle this. Uh, there's not a perform stat. Uh, or, yeah, there's not. What is there? Is there an equivalency? Would that be intelligence? Education? Uh, Size? <laughs> I was... Uh, disguise? Zoology? Disguise might be closest. Well, disguise. That makes sense to me. Or arts and crafts. Persuade. Persuade. Right. Persuade. Do persuade. Persuade? Okay. Persuade is disguise. That's a uh, hard nope on that. <laughs> oh god, I've been shot. I'm dying. So I do that cool police uh police thing where they like take out their gun, but they also take out a flashlight, but they do it like cross handed because I don't know it keeps their gun steady or something. And it looks all X Filesy and stuff. Yeah, I start like walking towards you down the hall is a man in a complete black robe holding a gun. Put your hands down, please. Providence Do I understand? Do you have Latin? I have history. How would Roll I, history. How would I know that? It'd be a foreign language is Latin. All you right. don't have it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll be honest, it's probably would fall under language stat, not history. Yep. Let's see history. Can it though. be a combined one? Yeah. 
I say, uh, yo solo entiendo inglés y español. That's a 77. And that's a uh, 84. That's Latin, all right. Oh, that's Latin. I don't like. I don't like the tone of his inflection. Can you tell me what he's saying? Uh, he's saying nothing useful. And I'm going to, um, because I had my my shovel strapped on my back. So uh, from my crouched position, I'm going to shovel the um, gun out of his hand. Just roll shovel fighting. Wait, you have a shovel? Oh, yeah. I got it. I'm an undertaker. It's pretty much my badge to get in these I places. Imagine that you had like a cool ass collapsible shovel that like comes out like a collapsible weapon. Uh, that's a success. What number? Fifty-four. I got an eleven on my dodge, so. <laughs> Seems like the shovel skills aren't what they quite used to be. He's gonna shoot you in the foot. Uh, I lost feeling in my foot in the great ice accident of two thousand six. Oh my bad. 17, or 1976. I uh, get these dates confused. You get shot in the foot, and you take one damage. So he's now fired his gun. Um, wait, the other guy has? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I uh, take that, and I try to go for a shot in the leg to just, to, you know, keep him. Roll firearms. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to look up the shovel knight soundtrack. <laughs> uh, firearms, I have a 40. That's a, that's a failure. Well, Wait, uh, no, firearms handgun, you have a 70. Oh. Oh, yeah, I do. My bad. Uh, but here's the thing. Do you have a service revolver or do you have a service pistol? I imagined it was a pistol, but... Wait, hold on. How, where does it say? Just pick one right now. Pistol. Okay, uh, I need you to roll one more time. Your gun jams. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man, that's my gun jams. Jesus Christ. You just rolled 100 at, like, a super good plot point for me. <laughs> I appreciate it greatly. <laughs> this is, like, literally the the thing that would happen in every horror movie at this exact moment. No. Or I would trip. Or both. <laughs> Using my biology skills, how does this man look? Uh, he appears to be about uh, 5'8", about standard height. How How's his pupils? You can't see through the hood. Oh, shit. And here's what he's going to do. He holds his hand out. He draws some indentations in the sky that light up red. That light up red in the air. I'm going to need both of you to roll sanity for that. I'll see here. Thomas O'Grady is colorblind. Can, you, can I roll for like Yahtzee Croshaw or something? So, sanity? Yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. Hey, 22. That's a success. That is. But you're still going to take some sanity loss. Roll a d4. I don't. Oh, what the oh. fuck? Oh, so I take my sanity but minus one. All right. Um, no, roll sanity. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. At current sanity is 98. 98, yeah. Actually, now I'm out of 52. I, That's an 18? 810. Okay, so... You take no sanity loss. You're just in full-on cop mode right now. Yeah. Your gun's jammed. What are you going to do? I uh, take the gun and throw it at his face like a... 
like a melee weapon, and then afterwards I follow up when he's stunned to go in for like a, a, a an uppercut. That would be great if you both didn't black out. Well, that was a trick question, then you douchebag. <laughs> well, I know I shouldn't have drinking all that night, quail. <laughs> you black out for about a solid, what you assume to be about five seconds. And you see the light has turned on down the hall. You see the guy is holding the body of Brian, and he is leaving right now. Cool. I try to stumble up from... As Brian, the uh, college and, student. Uh, hobble after him as best as I can. Roll body. Uh, 77, so body, 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 body. Where's body? On the very top. Oh, wait. You mean size? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a 60. So no. Do you want to try to use luck or nah? How does that even work? You can spend some luck point. You can spend some luck points. Oh, so, um, and that would I would have to spend uh seventeen of those. Yeah, though. that's a lot. Uh, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna collapse. All right, so you lost the body. Yeah. Your only job. Well, I mean, inciting incidents. <laughs> I'm gonna use my shovel to pull myself up and uh Are you gonna try to run after it? Well first I'm gonna dust myself off and be like Well I was sure the Grim Reaper had come for me but this is clearly real. So I must do something about it. And I'm Is there anything on the ground near me? Any small options? Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll do my best to pursue him, Sonny. Don't worry about it. And I'm gonna chase after him. Roll size. That's a success. 38. Out of? 65. What's your half skill? Son of a bitch, 32. Alright, you do make it outside and you see a car driving away. Do I read the license plate? Do you read the license plate? I try Roll my intelligence. best. intelligence. That's a uh, 97. That's a hard fail. You get two digits of the license plate. What were the digits? Uh, well, one and seven are the first two digits. Wow. I I didn't know they made license plates with mostly squiggly lines, but that's definitely a one and a seven. <laughs> uh, Mr. Cop Man, uh, I'm not sure if you're a rookie or not, but you best get out here. Yeah. Looks like they're driving away. I'm hobbling on over, um, all like hobbling and shit. Um, they're well gone before you get down the hallway. You uh, tripped hardcore yeah. trying to get down the hall. Um, I'm gonna. Hey, hey, Paul. Uh, did you see? Did you see anything? Paul's dead. Oh, oh, God, Paul. Paul, the irony of dying in a morgue. <laughs> you deserve better, my friend. So, Mister Cop, dead body. Yeah. Stolen dead body. This is great. Uh, did you get anything? Did you get his license plate? 
I got two digits. Oh, a okay. one and a seven to start it off, and then I, I think it was just a bunch of squiggly lines. Did, did you see, like, how, ne- how many digits there were, at least? Nope. Uh, oh, damn it. Sorry. There's a bunch of squiggly lines. Well, that's not a digit you can put in, so... All right. I, I'm going to at least go run it through the registry really quick. You have a dead body. Someone shot Paul in the head. Oh, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought you were saying, yeah, well, I know, I lost a dead body, but now I have a dead body. Yes, you have a different dead body. <laughs> Luckily, it doesn't have to go very far. <laughs> yeah. Although, you do have to hire a new coroner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I don't worry. I know. I'll just go put an ad, a help on it sign at the Grimoire Bar, and I'll be filled in about a matter of minutes. All right, I'm going to go radio in for backup really quick. All right, roll law. <laughs> That is a 99. That's that's going to be terrible. Man, I'm rolling really badly. Do you want a different set of dice? No. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't get that, so apparently I couldn't figure out how to click a button. No, you figured out how to click a button. You're just going to ramble and brabble into the mic, into the radio a little bit. God damn it. Here, let go. me see that. Here, go. <sighs> Hello there. This is uh, Flubberjack four fifty one. Uh, we got a we got a um, a slick a slender slicksty. Uh, what the hell's it called again? The let's see. Uh, blood or wait, no, no. Blood's not part of the code name. Blood's like the thing that's here right now. Oh like, God, the, the blood iron gang. I forget the code name's Five like. No one eight seven. It's a homicide. Wait, it's not 50. It's one eight seven, but it's not a ho- well. Well, this this is technically like a buy side because there was two bodies. Well, I don't know. Homo is one, right? No, that's mono. But wait, why was mono the disease named after one? Is that caused by like one side? I almost died as, from mono as a boy. Uh, sorry, shut up, old man. I'm talking to the police. This is a very important conversation. Uh, you seem to be rambling to me. Do any of you guys go to medical school? Do you know anything about my... Anyways. Toby, are you cool? I'm sorry. I'm a little stressed out right now. This was went from a simple guard duty with just me here by the way to uh basically a full-on goddamn freak show all right single man showed up wearing a black cape had a gun drew with like i don't know some sort of red pointer in the air maybe it was like a rifle dot or something i don't know i couldn't tell uh turned out the lights stole the body uh some sort of freak running around stealing bodies uh, we have to take care of this now, though. The suspect should be considered dangerous and armed. That that's it. I'm gonna. Did you say there was a dead body, or there wasn't a dead body? There's somebody stole the previous dead body, and now another officer is down. Yes, uh, the the coroner is down. The coroner is down. My bad. Um, Paul deserved better. His name was Paul, apparently. You didn't even ask him his name when you showed up. Uh, no, I I showed up, and they they uh, said I gotta go do coroner stuff to dead bodies, and then walked in the back room, and I was stuck there with oh. a dead body. Oh well, maybe I should have done your job a little bit better, and Paul would still be alive. Yeah, I'm a single guy, and that guy just showed up with uh, high tech equipment apparently because he was able to jam electrical equipment. So let's get on this case. Wow. I saw the direction he went in. We can just 
start driving that way, I suppose. I, I don't think I can just avoid or dodge my post like this. Can I your scene? Your post is, um, yeah, you got to wait for cops to show up, other yeah. cops to show up. Well, I don't, so I'm, <laughs> I'll see you later. Here's my, my cell phone number if you need to get a hold of me. It's, it's uh, a car phone, I mean, my car phone number. It's canon that one of the other guys has a Nokia, so you can oh. have a cell phone. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, well, um, here's my phone number, and here's my separate pager number. All right. I'll, I'll be sure to get for your boss if I find anything suspicious. Okay. And um, I'm going to get into the hearse, and I'll just uh, hit the pedal to the metal, which being 74 years old means I drive well below the speed limit after in pursuit. A bunch of uniforms show up, and uh, they start mocking you viciously. Yeah, shut up, all right? You, I didn't see any of you guys here. You apparently didn't see anything at all. Yeah, well, apparent. Yeah, I couldn't because the lights got turned off. But I did take out my flashlight, and I was able to see a guy with a pure black co- cloak on. So that's pretty much all you were able to see. Oh, so I should call Scooby-Doo and the gang to come figure this one out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go call Scooby-Doo your face. That, see, at this point in time, that joke is a fresh new joke, so that's actually like a sick burn. Oh, maybe we'll just call the rest of your old friends, and you can solve that crime like you did before. Uh, yeah, well, well... That totally happens. Yeah. Detective Roger Davis shows up, and he gives you a... Come here. Yes, detective. You're suspended. Suspended? Why? You lost the only job you were supposed to do. Again, I am a single person. You left a single person to watch this dead body... Then a guy comes in with like assault weapons, and you—I have a single gun, and so you're mad at me for getting destroyed by this guy right now. Are you out? You're off. You're suspended. One week. Turn in your badge and gun at the station. That's absolutely. I imagine I've driven approximately five feet, so I check my rearview mirror to see what's going on. I start walking out to my car, but then I look over at the hearse that's still moving at literally like two miles an hour. I look You're back just at in them. neutral, uh, <laughs> creeping forward. Yeah. I, uh, I start walking until I see that I'm out of their view, and I take my a hard right, and I start walking towards the hearse, but like very sneakily so nobody sees me. Roll stealth. Stop taking the dice. They're my dice! You know I can't count. Do you want a different set of dice? Yes, give me a different set of dice. Jesus Christ. Here, try again. You're clearly using weighted dice. <laughs> Those are perfectly balanced. <laughs> You're using them for D&D, which you always cheat at, so... God fucking damn it, dude! What's wrong with your dice? <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're stealthy or not. You're, I keep rolling 90s. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to roll low. There, fucking A. Oh. Uh, what is my stealth? I just roll, rolled for no reason, and I got a hundred. I use nine points of luck. <laughs> All right. There. So you snuck up to the car. Yes. What do you do? I uh, open up and say, "Drive, old man." I'm sorry, officer. Is there something I can help you with? That? Do you not remember me from ten seconds ago? Uh, I I'm bad with faces, but uh. I, I just saw you 10 seconds ago. We just got... I'm used to being pulled over. I just... I did, did you just warp into my car? I'm clearly driving very fast. Yeah, no, you you were driving? You were in motion? Uh, what do you call what we're doing now? Your car is in 
You thought you were driving. I haven't taken right, my I'm foot off the gas we're pedal. We're gonna go find this guy. You get into the passenger seat, all right? Uh, I'm gonna hang out with with the uh, the coffin in the back because sometimes that is better. That. You definitely don't have to do that. Let's just get. <laughs> Some of us are good at our job. All right, I get. A, I go around and I open up the driver's door <laughs> manually and push him over. No, I don't push him. I just guide him out of the car because he's an old man and I'm not an asshole. I just kind of like, come on. He's like come ghost on, walking the car, just walking me to the back of the car. And, and getting that back the car in. is still in motion, moving at exactly half a mile an hour very slowly. Because it's in neutral? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I pick him out. And I'm like, all right, come on. Come on, mister. What was your last name again? I'm Thomas. Thomas O'Grady. All right, come on, Mr. O'Grady. Let's get, let's, you can go into the side. Why am I even taking you? I could just take the car. It's okay. Whatever. We're going. You know where the guy went. Just get... All right. I got him into the side passenger seat. Okay. <laughs> Roll drive. Just drive. That's a six. Ooh. I, I, thank you for changing up my... 65. Let's, let's do this shit. All right. You're driving. I need you to roll law to try to do some police work to figure out which way this guy might have went. That's uh, 270. Uh, just roll again because that one went absolutely all. Hey, just re-roll both of them. Okay. Oh, cool. 32. Out of 70? Uh, yeah, I had a 60 for law. Okay. So you're succeeding. You notice some tire treads going the other direction really fast. All right. We're going to take down there. I am driving in a hearse, so I like do some cool deja vu i have been in this place before high on the street and then uh take off down the that street. show just came out everyone loves it yes it's <laughs> oh out warrior you see most people pull over for a horse they just don't like driving me driving behind them feels like the reaper's coming to get them can i have one of those little stick on police light things for the top of my car no oh shit <laughs> <laughs> oh. It totally feels like something Toby Flubber Jacks would have had. Well, luckily, the person. It would that... be in your cruiser, which they took away from you. Well, luckily, the person in this coffin wanted to be buried with all his worldly possessions, and that was, in fact, one of them. Thank Roll luck. Are you telling me that while I'm driving this, you've been going through this coffin? You like 33. Out of 85. Jesus Christ. I'm going to say you have one in there. So, for emergencies. All right, let me get this straight. So, you were in the passenger front seat. You crawled on your on your all fours all the way into the back and been rummaging through this coffin as I'm the initial Ding through the streets. A good undertaker gets to know his people before he buries them in their final resting place. I, Just like a good police officer gets to know the people say, he's protecting. In the coffin, but you have one in the back. In the back. Oh, so you you didn't want this to be a fucked up scenario of him rubbing down a dead body? That's uh, just a little Undertaker humor for you. All right, I I am like half trying to pay attention to him, but mainly trying to drive. <laughs> That's I I cannot take Undertaker humor right now. Can you please get your seatbelt on? Uh, I am until I turn my badge and technically a police officer. So you're still a police officer. You're just suspended. Yeah. Well. <laughs> How are you going to explain this to Alan? Uh, Alan, Alan will get it. Alan. Who is Alan? Uh, 
Nothing. Just please strap in so we don't get a citation from another officer. That would really fuck me over right now. Uh, I live life dangerously. I don't have much life left to live, I so I'm going to live it to the fullest. You the seatbelts out of your car. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> also, there was no seatbelt law in the 90s, so you can't get pulled over for it. Seriously? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought that was... All right, well... The seatbelt law wasn't in, wasn't put in place until, like, 2002. Sorry I wasn't born in two, until 2002. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you know the time history of this, considering the fact that, uh... Just like did you know in 1971, the legal drinking age in Providence was 18. I did know that, because that's that's my job to know that. Anyway... I was, I was 48 years old that year. I, do I have any more? Do I see the guy now? You track what you believe to be the car. <sighs> All right. I, Here's the deal, though. It's it's driving to State Hall. All right. We're gonna we're gonna L.A. Noir this and kind of stay really far behind him without crashing into anybody. And by L.A. Noir, you mean the uh, the correct way to play it, not the way I play it. <laughs> no, and by L.A. Noir, you of course mean uh, L.A. Confidential, that movie that came out in the early 90s? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, we're going to slowly track very far behind him, uh, pretend to be a hearse. Well, now you're driving my speed. I quite literally am driving your speed right now. Um, you're not so bad after all. Uh, is he pulling over to stop? He's going into uh, where the parking would, would be for the people. I pull off to a corner on the side of the street. Uh, and There's a meter. Um, I go and put money in the meter. How much meter? How much money do you have? How much money does the meter need? Do you have any quarters on you? I have quite a few quarters, just in case I have to put them over some people's eyes. All right. Do you want to park the meter then, please? Because I don't know how to read. I have plenty of money on me. You're... I'm going to put some quarters in there. You damn young people need to get a job. What? <laughs> and I put the money in. <laughs> Always making us elderly play for everything. I, as he says that, I tap on my badge. <laughs> How do you still have that? Because I ran away. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, you you can go out of the car, but I'm gonna sit uh slump down in the seat because i don't want them to see a police officer coming behind uh so i spy on them yeah where is he they pull in they take the body out they go down into a basement level and they come out a little bit later and they drive the car away uh, i'm gonna start walking towards that basement level this is just like that mary kate and ashley episode where they had to spy on their parents who were getting them bert or christmas presents and so they have was Mary Kate and Ashley a TV show or was it a series of specials? I don't know. I'm completely making this information up. I'm just assuming. I, I presume that that was actually a Mary Kate and Ashley thing that occurred. I'm assuming that because that basically happens in every sitcom. Eventually, for every Christmas episode, the kids are like, "Ooh, we got a friend." Jen, what's your knowledge on Mary Kate and Ashley specials? Uh, there's a bunch of movies. <laughs> there we go. I thought that was parents? a TV show. I'm pretty sure there was one where they spied on the parents. Probably. <laughs> By the way, I it was can I retcon a little and say that while we were in the car, I patched up my foot a little bit? Yeah. Am so I back to full health? Sure. Cool. Um, you only really nicked like your pinky toe. I have a whole lot of medical supplies on me, so. 
Right, now that he's out of the view, we're going to start walking. walking. He is walking across the park, the lawn that is the part of the park. <laughs> he's just walking in a dead straight line towards that. Can That's right, kids. I can walk on other people's lawns, can but you can't. Oh, can we identify that this definitely is the guy? Oh, no, the guy drove away. It looks like the same guy, but you were also further enough away. He's still wearing a black cloak. But he has gotten out of the car. Is now beelining towards the basement that you saw them go into. I sure hope this place has a bathroom. I... Oh, no, first the I'm... Guy, the guy's leaving. Oh, all right. We saw him going. Oh, all right. He first I'm started to drive away. First I'm going too slow. Now I'm going Careful, too fast. I can't see you, dude. And I start. No, to... he got out of the car. I know. Yeah. He, the other guy, is driving away, and he's outside, going towards the place he just was. He's going to see him. So I'm telling. I've been unsuspecting old man who carries a shovel everywhere. <laughs> you stand out like a sore thumb, and uh, I pull him off to the side as he drives away. And then we start to head towards the basement. Alright. Alright, so we go down to the basement. <clears throat> so you head down to the basement. And it's very dark, and I'm going to need both of you to roll sanity. Because there's a dead body sitting on the altar. Gotta need to roll oh sanity. God, so I'm good. Roll a d4. 35, success. It's a success on my part. Roll a D6. Wait, why did I lose two? Because you just... Because I, make, uh, because I don't like the way the sanity checks work in this game, so I'm combining them half with Delta Green. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> That's a one. Lose one sanity point. Well, this is just slightly insane. Is this the same body? It's the same body. Christ almighty. Well, I got my body back. Um, oh. I investigate the room to see, like, what... Is there, like, pentagrams or anything? Like, I investigate them. a lot of symbols that you do not quite understand what they are. Buddy, is this Latin? Uh, I was... Uh, let, let me look. Okay. So, what am I rolling? <laughs> Roll history. Twenty-four success. This is a mortuary of some form, but it's very old. Uh, this appears to be a mortuary. Let me just look over this body to see if everything's in order. It's been cut open. Christ Almighty! Do I know anything else besides that? All the organs are gone. I think we got ourselves a classic Frankenstein over here. What the hell is this even doing under City Hall? Why is there a mortuary? State Hall. State Hall. Whatever. Oh no, I've I know all the hot mortuary places and this is not one that I've heard of. How are we even gonna transport this body now that's all opened up like this? Well I know it's a little dark humor, but uh should be a little bit lighter at least. Oh my god. I uh turn and I uh pick up my radio but i think twice about it and i'm like uh, i'm not sure if i should totally do this i could try giving uh some of my friends at the bar a call to see if anyone knows anything about this secret mortuary well 
All right, if you give him a call really quick and I have to radio this in, but I don't know if that's a good idea. You probably should. I probably should. All right, you go give your buddies at the bar a call. I'm going to radio this in and have them pick him up, but uh, we can take off before that happens because I don't feel like looking at the other guys. Okay, well, it's going to take me a little bit. I've got a little bit of a shaky hand, as it's known. All right, well, hopefully it will probably help if you read all the numbers out loud as you very slowly and shakily type the number into your phone. Six. Six. Eight. Oh, shit. I hit nine. Let me try this again. Six. Six. Eight. One. Wait, is that the area code, or is that... Q. You forgot the area code. Shit, let me start again. That's definitely not a round area code. Four. <laughs> zero. <laughs> One, six, six, eight, one, seven, six, six. I apologize if that's someone's real number. I wonder whose phone number that is. You probably should have used a fake number. I'll beep that out. (laughs) Just beep out one number. I'll beep out the last digit. (laughs) (laughs) We probably should have just used a 555 number. (laughs) I was going to do all sixes, but that's just not the right number. I think 666 does the same thing as 555. Well... Not in this universe. Yeah, well, <laughs> whatever, just be my last one, just be safe. Yeah. All right, so, giving them a call. One more bar. Uh, hi there, Donnie. Do you know if Paul is in? Paul is the name of the... <laughs> yeah, I, there's more than one Paul in the world. Come on. That's a small state, and it's a small world. Which Paul... Uh, Paul the Mortician. Not Paul the Mortician from, uh, down the road in in Exeter. (laughs) But Paul the Mortician who works near, uh, the State Hall. Uh, Yeah, he's at the bar right now. Could I talk to Paul? Paul? How does your Paul? Hey, Paul. Oh, you sure? This isn't just Donnie pulling my leg again. No, this is Paul. All right, I forget. You guys sound so similar. How goes it, Thomas? No, Paul talks like this, whereas Paul talks like this. That's okay, Paul. I know. (laughs) I'm just yanking your chain. Oh, speaking of yanking trains, do you remember that time five years back when oh, we... Oh, yeah, I remember when we were yanking all those chains and oh, scaring all the tourists out I... of our cemetery so we could sell it back for higher values. Oh, man, I could just go on about that for hours. Yeah, these are the guys from Cowboy Bebop, the old guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were planted seeds of a different kind. <laughs> Well, Paul, I got a quick question for you, and this, uh, this might sound a little weird. Do you know anything about a, uh, mortuary right under the state hall? There shouldn't be one there. 
I, I know they got a basement that they probably use for like social functions and whatnot, but I've gone to State Hall to get some kind of higher level death certificates, and I've, I've never seen anyone come out of the basement. Oh, that's true, neither have I. I wonder how this got here then, because I'm standing right in it. How do you explain that, Paul? I quite don't know. It seems rather weird. Do you want me to, I could come on down, down, come on down there and we could take some pictures of it for the paper. I think that might be the, we, we should definitely get some investigators here. Do you call in the other policemen? Yeah, so this is happening at the same time while he's talking. You're not, uh, so you probably had to go outside to get signal on your radio. Yeah, yeah, I'm outside on my radio. Meanwhile, I have a super cell phone. I forgot you were on a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a landline that works really far. <laughs> it's just connected to the hearse. What would my, as a, is, is it just Officer Flub, Tone, Toby Flubberjacks? Is that Officer Flubberjacks. All right. And then your badge number. Hello, hello, this is Officer Flubberjacks with my badge number... Six. 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 Eight. <laughs> I saved my badge number because I don't feel like remembering it. You did say it. Yeah. It was um, 2407. Oh, 2407? Yeah. All right. Um, I'm calling in to report uh, that I found the missing... Officer body. Flubberjacks. A voice from behind you states... It right. is a man in a black hood, and he's holding a lead pipe. I need to call you back. I have found... Clunk. The... <laughs> That's the sound office. of someone hanging up a phone. All right. Well, just let it be known that I, re- I sent the clunk noise over the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and soon you are hitting the head with a lead pipe, too, inside the mortuary. All oh, this brain damage can't be good for me. And you two awake, and you are in a car being lowered into the Providence Bay. And you are both handcuffed, and the doors are locked. Oh, that just takes me back. This takes me back to, to the days where I used to carry handcuff lock picks on me in my bag, along with so much Vaseline. If you had Vaseline, you'd be set. Well, well, let me tell you, there was a time like this where I had been thrown into the Providence River once or twice, so I'd never leave the house without the lockpick. Just leave this to me, young fella. I'm sorry? Oh, both of your possessions have all been taken away. Well, usually I'd leave the house without a lockpick, but it seems to me that uh, I am now completely naked and... uh, You're not naked, you just... Don't have any of your shit. Without possessions. You know what? Well, now that we're dying, I've been thinking this whole time that I've recognized you from somewhere. And now I remember, when I was younger, we went to a cemetery for the funeral of an old lady who died down the street. And I remember there was a, there was a grave digger there. Maybe it was you. No. Oh. <laughs> Well, my idea didn't work. <laughs> I guess we're dying now. I don't think she was part of the pet family, and yeah. I'm an exclusive undertaker for yeah. the pet family. Yeah, well, I guess that didn't work in Canada. But I have an idea. Yeah, well, all right. I have very brittle old bones. If I can just break my wrist, I think I can get my hand out of this uh, handcuff and free us both. I... And Please the don't car starts being lowered into the river. Please. Well, the ocean. I... And that's where we're going to end for the night. (laughs)
<laughs> we uh, we end on my face after he says that of me my face going the fuck and then and i'm just giving him the slowest like wink like <laughs> am, am i dying wink. with deadpool <laughs> he's just been invented <laughs> fucking rob liefeld i don't got anything they'd like to plug uh i'll plug zach's podcast sell me on it people go on Have sell me on that again yet I don't think so. You gotta harass Zach about that. I should harass Zach. That's about what he's gonna do. He's he's looking to film some more. So I assume he doesn't want to film too many more with me because I I'm like on every other podcast at this point. Yeah, you're only in. A, I I need to lock you down with an exclusivity contract of some description. Yeah, yeah. That's I've been doing a lot of work on that one. Uh, so I'll plug that. Um, I've been on this a whole bunch of times, and I'll even plug. Pat's podcast because Pat's not here, but it's worth a listen. From Uh, the beach bungalow live, live from the beach bungalow. Live from the beach bungalow. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now weekly on Mignolaverse, the YouTube channel. Uh, I I do weekly videos now, Uh, just news for Hellboy. That's they're pretty generic. Plus, now every once a month we're live streaming our podcast live. You can chill and annoy us, and we enjoy it. Because whatever. We Shout like out to it. David, our only patron. <laughs> yeah. Is there a call-in number for this live podcast? <laughs> you have to call. You could you could do it for free on YouTube. <laughs> I guess that's true. So if, if you do want to support this podcast on Patreon uh, and you're not David Evans, um, you give out his last name. <laughs> we gave out his last name when he was on the show. Shut up. <laughs> for sure we give out like everybody's last name. Yeah. True. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, you will get uh, things and stuff. And uh, two weeks ago, you got like a, a sneak a sneak peek at the uh, at the salt and vinegar episode that we're gonna start doing on Patreon after uh, campaigns because this is gonna be a big old this is gonna be a big old one. This is an undertaking one, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, assault crickets. You haven't told me about this. Yeah, the salt and vinegar episodes. Oh, I'm I rena- uh, the barbecue. Uh, well, those were barbecue. Uh, that one was barbecue flavored. The salt and vinegar, the behind the scenes episodes. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Yep. <laughs> Good. Good. Perfect. Because we're chip related. I see. Yes, yeah. I, I get that. Yep. So we gotta be chips. Okay. We're gonna run out of chip flavors really quick. No, there's like hundreds of them. There's a chip for every flavor. There's a flavor for every chip. Yeah. Yep. Hundreds. If there's a hundred chip flavors, and we do three hundred episodes of podcast, look, we've only really used barbecue and salt and vinegar, and, and we're gonna start going into copyright and names like Lay's. Back in my day, there was only one flavor of chip: potato. <laughs> I didn't even have salt on it. I didn't even have salt. My mother just would come home and be like, "You'll eat your potato chips," and I'll be like, "But ma, we had potato chips for dinner last night." Now they have these. Crazy fish chips. Are they fishing flavored? The world's just changed. How long have Animal Crackers like been Animal Cookies? I hate you so much. Stop texting that. <laughs> How long? Not long enough. Have they always been Animal Cookies? <laughs> I like how the other session, like the side campaign that's going alongside this, you're like, we have to end every episode with like a dark outro. 
we can't have funny outros. You have to make it dark and brooding on the outro. This one we're like, chips. <laughs> what do you have? I crackers? did end with you being lowered into a river. Yeah, and then now we're cutting it to animal crackers. Night, everybody. Good night. The thing is, though, is they didn't have anything to plug. Good night. Oh. <laughs> we're going home.